This is the Beige and the Bold, and today we are watching the next phase. I'm Van Velding, and I phased through this episode when it originally aired. But I'm Derek. This is my first time phasing through this episode. You ready? Yep. In three, two, one, engage. There are a lot of ghosts in this series. More than I would have expected. Like, more than I remembered. Like, there's so many plots that are powered purely by ghosts. Yeah. And it's, it's a shock. I do like this kind of like macro storytelling where it's just, hey, a disaster happened and Enterprise is here to help. And the whole bones of this episode, like all of our story gets told through the the lens of like a rescue effort. Like, I, I, I think that's uh, something that we could see more often. Yeah. What's with this headband? Guys. This really bothers me. Like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> No freaking clue. She no waits clue. to be in earshot, tells him, and then gets flack for it, and then doesn't like say the same exact thing. Up. Come on, like, come on, man. Who are you, Ensign Row or Ensign No? Come on, Just... <laughs> yeah, man. Commit, Rose. That's all I'm asking. Hey, commit. Hey, you two nerds, take off your phasers. Worf, uh, you can still kill things with like a move, right? Oh, oh yes, <laughs> up elbow, dead, gone. Matter of like, fact, right, there, he... there, there's a there's a, there's a subset of Klingon martial arts that uh, grades uh, the black belts are graded by how many uh, Romulan holograms you can go through in thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, Riker checks his entire bandolier of palm strikes. Come on, Roe and Jordy can't bring their phasers. Whatever, like it tells us what it is. It's a rescue mission. It's risky. We don't trust them. Yeah, with good reason. Yeah, and we didn't really do kind of any big production of like, hey, we're going to communicate. And I didn't really, at this point in time, I was surprised to see other people, other Romulans alive. Like, I thought this was going to be a, oh man, super immediate, things are about to explode. We need to get people, we need to go on and get people off, and that's it. But this is like a more prolonged, like, hey, bad thing happened, we need to stabilize the situation, do the best we can. You know, this is also a kind of a political effort to like, you know, reach will give an olive branch to an enemy at this point. Yeah. Thing is, Mirog seems surprised that they're from the Enterprise, but like they were receiving communications. Yeah. So, yeah. and so this is where we get kind of one major plot point. Um, you know, this wouldn't have happened if uh, O'Brien was at the helm. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> O'Brien would be like, "What the bloody hell?" But in all fairness to this actress, yeah, in all fairness to this actress, I don't know if uh, O'Brien could have pulled off that what the hell. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, he'd been like, up, oh, up, oh, up, oh, their face, their face bridge. Let me, let me pull them out of phasing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I wrote a macro for this. Let me go into my, dir- oh man, I, I didn't organize this directory structure. I got to go through like five different subdirectories. Give me a moment. <laughs> Hey, look, I need you guys to point our deflector dish at a quasar. I got to loop them through the gravity field. So. <laughs> well, if O'Brien says to do it, find that quasar. The deflector dish can like deflect uh, transmitter beam energy at certain angles that uses natural anions to, like, whatever, O'Brien. Just do the thing. Do the thing. Press the yeah. button. <laughs> whatever O'Brien said, yeah. Um, but yeah, and like, poof, gone. And. We've talked about it before, the pacing, but in the original series, you could spend like a quarter to a half of an episode setting up your cool yeah. thing. Yeah, like that. And that, that just happened. 
Yeah. And we knock it out in a teaser. So props for teasers. Props for this episode for kind of getting to the cool idea. Yeah. And then getting to it so soon that the cool idea has some time for us to think about the cool idea. Yeah. Which I, isn't is not really good for the cool idea. Yeah, that's the oh, well. It turns out the idea isn't as cool as we, as maybe someone originally thought. Um, but it does subvert except expectations a little bit. Like we <laughs> we're going in, we're like, hey, look, this is going to be a prolonged kind of rescue effort. Other people are here. Everyone's alive, working together. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this is the conflict is going to be somewhere in that working together with other people and it's like nope just other thing happened other thing happened during conflict i mean during tragedy rather i do want to mention that this was done after ghost so like how close after oh it's like a year or two Oh wow! Okay, I thought I thought ghosts happened like a lot earlier. Okay, interesting. Yeah, this has very this is very Demi Moore and Ghost episode for sure. Like it's almost like a kid playing with a new toy. Like, ooh, we can do that too. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually what they thought, but they went like way over on the effects budget. Like, this is gonna be a cheap one. We're just gonna do the phasing thing, like the ghost from Ghost. <laughs> and uh, no. This uh, this look that we're about to get from Picard oh, to uh, Troy, like I, yeah, I got problems, man. She just doesn't even try. She's like, uh, nope, <laughs> nope, all gone. <laughs> you never to... asked her. You never <laughs> asked her any other times. Why was this time any different? And she didn't even get dialogue. She's like, just shakes her head. Does she even say anything? I don't think so. I don't know. She has to say something. Like, as an actress, she has to say words. But, uh... <laughs> I don't know. She's just looking just, concerned. Um, like, so what? The matter they phased into no longer emits whatever bolt, uh, magical energy she yeah. uses to freaking read minds. That's a good point. I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah, like, uh, apparently... You can't if it's just shifted. Like her, her empathy is only on one wave, and if that wave is like plus or minus five, she's out. She can't. She can't figure it out. She's like, look, instant, instant Jeffries on deck six uh, has made like this aluminum foil art project, and it's just messing with my reception. <laughs> it's yeah, um, and I'm coming off like two or uh, two or three edible, you know, si- situations. So I gotta. Uh, I don't know if yeah. I don't know if I can help you here, Cap. You're gonna be on. Maybe your he own. looks at her and she's like, "What do you want me to do?" Yeah, I am so high right now. Yeah. And he's like, "Ah, God, you're so high." Right now. <laughs> Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. But we do. We do. Um, oh no, wait. We haven't talked over it yet. He's yeah, yeah. We got a fun little Riker scene here with Worf of all things. Oh wait, did he already ask who who was in charge here? We learned that the the captain's dead. Yeah. Although was, it should be the commander, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It, it, that was a good little, um, a little bit of like story building, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that becomes relevant later. But we, it, we totally, it totally just gets buried here, which is good. Yeah, and I like that. I mean, one, it's the trope where everyone in Star Trek can use everything from every other ship. Like, we got to reject the core of the, the manual <laughs> subsection C, and Worf's like, "Don't, don't tell me about the Romulan science ship subsection C warp ejection sequence." I invented the Romulan science ship. <laughs> Warp core ejection subsection. This also kind of bothers me. Like, oh, okay, so I get, I get what's supposed to be here. Well, I get what's supposed There's to be here. There's a giant here. rock. 
They got to close yeah. the door. Big rock. You got to close the door. And then he just shows up oh. and you can tell he lifted it. Like as far as like how yeah. it was distributed. And I know we're supposed to say no, it was all three of them working together. But it really, that scene really reads as like <laughs> Riker is stronger than both of them put together. I know. It's like, oh, oh, Commander Riker, come over here. I, the Cleon, and this Vulcan descended from Romulan. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't move this thing. And then, come over here with your human arms. Yeah. <laughs> help us. We need humans. And I love how like Data just shows them both up. Like, now nah, I can close it up. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, I just feel like there's a better opportunity for Worf to be like, look, there's a problem in the object. There's some guys like, there's a problem in the objection scene. Worf's like, try, you know, Nefargling the Gargle. Yeah. And like, oh my God, Nefargling the Gargle worked out so great. And we're like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking good what I do. I thought it would have been and funny then, like, if like, uh, oh God, sorry. And then like, like they solved the problem with Worf cooperating with the Romulan, which is like a Romulan died because Worf refused to do that last year. <laughs> and... Like, you know, you don't need data to show up. You be like, oh, you need a strong thing? Well, strong thing done. We Why died. can't Worf be the strong thing? I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. And it's like we could do a little character work with him. We could do more right. just moving rocks and doors. Right. But, like, it and, has to appear to be an action thing. Yeah, and that's uh, that's unfortunate for sure. Um, I thought it would have been fun- kind of funny if, like, uh, data, anytime he does kind of, like, like towards the end of his bell curve, as far as strength goes, um, or his specs rather for strength. Uh, anytime he does that, like the muscles kind of bulge out, like but just <laughs> but just those kind of like in a, a Ghost in the Shell type of steel, where like maybe he like closes it, but then like one arm just like hangs limply afterwards. He's like ah, I gotta fix that later. He's just doing everything with one hand. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little more impressive, at least. Also, I'd like to decry the awful state of Romulan damage control equipment, like. Is there not like one like gear, like a little thing you put it on the rock and the rock gets lighter or like a winch yeah. or something? A lever, man. Give me a lever. Some kind of torque. Anything. <laughs> the the pointed ears of life. The bull haircut of life. I don't know. Something. <laughs> just something like some equipment whatsoever, yeah. guys. You're in space. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like there's so many manacle, um, manacle, mechanical solutions to that very specific situation that could have been employed. It's like, Which no, ships we have. They have damage control lockers full of that kind of gear. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. We just put all of our, uh, we put all, all of our eggs in the electronics basket. We just figured everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, look. The only thing we need to make all of this onboard stuff actually safe is if we have a robot. And we're going to get a robot any day now. I like how she's so. looking for help. And she's looking for help of people who are obviously doing something. <laughs> like, they're like, this person is on, like, the bed. And they're trying to figure something out. And she's like... Um, excuse me, excuse yeah. me. Like, I'm I like, just, are you I also feel me? like it's a customer service, like, front oh, yeah. end of, she uh. is, she, she is channeling some like hardcore white woman energy, like in this scene, a hundred percent. Yeah. And as, as I feel like her dialogue could have been better, but she has to slowly realize what's happening. And I like, they set up like Picard gets the status before like, Oh, Hey, the Romulan ship of uh, fire was going to lift. And he's in the turbo lift leaving. And he just walks right past a pair of legs lying in the corridor and those legs are row. It's like, well, how do you walk past her? So like, it's a really intriguing sequence. If you don't already know that we're doing a ghost episode. Yeah. I mean, actually, I guess that's your line. Like, is it? I mean, I mean, it wasn't, (laughs) I mean, I just, he walked past and I'm like, okay, we couldn't see things. And then when, um, she kind of like, like gives the guy, um, a wide berth. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he gives, 
she doesn't give him wide berth. She just kind of like looks at him surprised as if, why wouldn't you have noticed me or something? Yeah. Um, but it's, she's like, whatever. And I, and I kind of attribute it to like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of in shock because a weird thing happened and I was laying down. So maybe I was not, I mean, I was knocked out obviously because I woke up. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that he didn't notice that it was like, okay, weird. Yeah. And this is where we got a ghost thing for sure. You, she a ghost. So, like, I guess we should probably spend the next 15 to 20 minutes talking about the scientific inconsistencies <laughs> with this plot. Well, I think what happened is, is like, to, to Star Trek's credit, I think what happened here is, is that ghosts came out, ghosts do a thing, show like, hey, I want to do a thing, it could be cheap. And then they bought into all of the bad signs that ghosts produced. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> The bad science that ghosts produce. I mean, they didn't vet it as well. I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) they didn't think about it in terms of like a science, like series. And a whole bunch of nerds are going to be like, wait a minute, how can she breathe? Wait a minute, how can she see? Wait a minute, why is she falling through the decks? Right. And the thing is that, I guess, apparently in Star Trek, they have gravity plating. Although, if you remember in Star Trek 6, they shot a Cleon Warbird and then it lost all of its gravity. Yep. So it's like, are all of those plates powered by the same hamster wheel? And like, <laughs> they blew up the hamster wheel, but then also the, because the, the hamster is like an independent power supply, that's why it never fails well, on the ship. Well, they had, whatever. so they also were driven by cestations or whatever, and um, it got concussed. So it thought gravity was a different gravity, and that's why <laughs> everything looked like it had no gravity. Anyway, so apparently there's gravity plating. And so that means that assuming it draws them down at all which maybe it don't um yeah like it would draw their center of mass to the center of mass created by the artificial gravity fields they'd be half stuck in a deck plate yeah like swimming swimming across deck plates to get wherever they needed to go so this is kind of surprising like we're in the middle of a rescue effort and we we suffered a loss as from the point of view of picard and data and data's like hey listen i'm a hyper you know, functional being, um, can I, in addition to all my other duties, also plan a funeral? And yeah. I mean, I guess that's something I don't know. Like to me that I don't feel like that would really happen. Like if we were in the Navy and something went down, I think that it would get slated, but it wouldn't happen while we are also, um, like maybe have a moment of silence or something, but they just keep going. Right. And, well, n- not everyone on this ship is busy with the crisis right now the immediate crisis has passed yeah true. and now they're just performing a, a a salvage and repair mission okay so we're not you know in crisis mode right now yeah i like how they're talking was like hey listen uh romney wants a computer but our computers are like way better than theirs uh can we not do that and he's like yeah yeah we have like an old dell somewhere just go give him that <laughs> Yeah, it kind of makes Riker, it kind of makes Worf look stupid, but like if yeah. it's fine, like Worf's a junior Worf officer, that. Riker's a senior officer, yeah. so that's reasonable. So I don't know how Riker uh, Ro finds Jordy because there's no way these two people find each other. I mean, how she even see? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, how do they find yeah, each other? How for sure. do they even see? <laughs> how do they even hear each other? How yeah. is sound communicated <laughs> through a medium? <laughs> yeah, to the other person. Are there right. freaking phased? Is there phased air between them? Um, like that's like there's a lot it, of bottles with this. Yeah, yeah, and it would be funny too if there if there wasn't and they were using the same air and it's like, man, I, you ever get that weird feeling like someone's just like talking, like like hovering right over your shoulder, but it's totally not there. 
<laughs> yeah. I can hear so. voices. I hear Jordy. Like Jordy's like, all right, high five. Ready? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, no, we're doing the, we're doing the make sure we're solid. Yeah. Which is nice. It's comforting. So I'm sure, yeah. especially whenever you're so insubstantial, it's nice to yeah. have that. So this bothers me. Um, she, all of my understanding of Roe, like what Roe is to me up until now, is she's a survivor, yeah. she's a fighter, she's a person that wouldn't give up, a person that would, would fight to the last. And she just like, up, oh, someone passed through me, guess I'm dead. And like, she has her own heartbeat, she has like other things I presume are happening. She has the same input that jordy has and jordy's like oh no no we're not dead that's silly and she's like so bought in that she's trying to convince jordy that he's dead and it's like jordy gave you a whole bunch of reasons why you shouldn't think you're dead and you're you're trying to yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean i I think she's pitching a decent idea like they were in a high-risk situation they beamed out uh dr crusher signing their death certificate and she's a pretty good doctor uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well but that's that's the weirdest thing is like well okay what what do you have give me give me your givens that that say that you're dead it's like well dr crusher signed her death certificate she's like all right get out of here just get out <laughs> i'll let I mean, you know look, when i fix this situation look at some point in the next almost two days that they spend phase these people are gonna have to poop <laughs> yeah. and so i'm sure that whatever illusion she had that she was a ghost <laughs> yeah left at that point all right do ghosts get hungry? What are you going to eat? Where's your ghost food? <laughs> yeah. Um, are you going to die a second time? Difficult. If you don't eat, what happens? So, at, at the same time... Props um, to Jordy knowing where Transport Room 3 is, like, like from engineering. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, right, but the deal is that, like, the illogicalness of their setup right. is that... She's like, we might as well be ghosts. Like, look, Jordy... Wouldn't we be in the deck plates? How are we able to breathe? If right. if the avilio I shit, fuck that up. In, yeah. in our lungs couldn't interact with oxygen enough to extract energy from it. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, what do you want? So Jordy is sitting on a transporter pad. That invites so many questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so so you know, like I and, and that's the thing that bothers me is that I felt that that Roe before like I'm if you want to say that Roe's gonna believe that she's dead, okay, but she would yeah. fight that a lot more than she has up until this point. Yeah, like the thing is is that the science in this episode is so freaking soft, we would expect it to be in service to some good character. Right, work. something else, not the main feature. Right. And like we never get that. Like we never tear light, we don't learn much we learn like one new thing about Jordy and it's not impressive. Um, that's a little, that's a nice little thing where he Ro. like taps it. Like, it's kind of like, uh, it's yeah. a learned response where he's like trying to talk to Rose. Like, ah, crap. My, my stuff doesn't work. Given the illogical set of rules that we have, I like the execution, but the illogical set of rules don't tell us anything about science. Right. And they don't tell us anything about the characters. So we're, we're treading deck plates here. Yeah. And this is like such a, like, Everything to me, and, and maybe this is just like my white cis male privilege, like showing through or something, but I, everything, every scene that I see with Roe in this situation until we really start get going, 
till we get going in like our problem solving mode just reads to me as a self like a selfish self-centered kind of perspective of her situation and i don't think that's who ro is and it bothers me i i think ro is a very selfish self-centered person and i think you know characters focusing on how they feel about things is very much what good character work is well but But, i mean um, she's not uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I mean, I would agree with that. I don't know if she's doing that. Like, I guess this is this is what we have. Yeah, yeah like we're not learning anything about Ro. This is so weird. Riker, <laughs> Riker showed up on this series with Jordy. Okay, so yeah. and then Riker says, "Hey, look, I want to, I want to." She says, "What are you saying about me?" Ugh. Anyway, he's like, "Hey, look, I'm, I want to say some things." He's like, "Oh yeah, say some stuff about Jordy. Super cool." He's like, "No, no, actually, Ro. You know, the the, the girl that I've met, maybe you know." For a little while, we've only been working for maybe like a month or two. Ah, it's been like six months, but yeah, I do like this little moment. Not that it's a good moment, but uh, because kind of again, sort of jerking off Captain Picard. Yeah. But um, like you're like there, there's a feeling here that's happening. Like I just it it seems authentic to the character, but we don't learn anything. It doesn't so like, I, see. It doesn't seem authentic to me. Why is she doing this? What for? Like she thinks that she's dead. Okay, fine. She's talking to Picard, but she's not talking to Picard because she knows she can't hear them. So she's like, she, the dead person, is giving some eulogy to Picard because she feels like she'll never talk to him. I mean, that doesn't. It doesn't track with me because I don't. She's asking why. <laughs> why would you ask why? Uh, I just this bothers me. Uh, I'm so upset. Ghosts be wanting closure, man. She, I feel like she's, <laughs> is this what she's doing then? Like from, from, I guess her writer's perspective, she's just trying to give closure to herself while she like waits to die a second time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She's waiting for the light to go on or whatever. She's like, look, she believes from like the Bajoran legends that Star Trek never talks about again, that she has unfinished business. <laughs> so uh, okay. like the only, the only thing she can do in this state is to tell people how she feels about them. Um, and also as a bonus. She would like to see what Riker feels about her. She's like, why is it so important that you specifically want to say something about me, Riker? Yeah, that whole, well, it, it doesn't come across as that. It comes across as like, ooh, me? We're talking about me. You never want to talk about me. You're always mad. What are you going to say, Riker? And it's like, she, yeah. I don't think that she would care. I don't, like, she doesn't strike I me mean, as like, a, like, she would care, but she wouldn't care that, like, so outwardly, I guess. I guess, but like she no longer has any, any yeah, kind of pretenses. Yeah. She, so ostensibly, I mean, if she's if she has accepted death this readily, then I I could also buy like just her the wall. She's more vulnerable because she has nothing to lose at this point. The Bajorian yeah. death chant. <laughs> this wharf like low key just knows about this chant. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I like that they, after five years in space, finally know about other cultures and. Yeah, I know, right? Uh and I like that Ro hates it. That's so typically Ro, where she's like, uh, not not the two-hour Bajoran death chant. Yeah. That's great. And so, um, you know, he's talking about, like, Data's talking about, like, hey, look, I studied all these 5,000 cultures, and I have no idea, like, what I should do. And um, I really like the moment we get from um, Worf here in a little bit, where he talks about, like, hey, listen, I mean, I don't understand. I, I can't really advise you, dude, because, like, I'm happy. Like, he was a good friend yeah. of mine, and he got an honored death. He died in the line of duty. Like, that's props. Like, he's he's going to a yeah. good place, and I'm happy for him. I'm surprised they don't. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't mention Stovacor here. Sorry. 
Ro looking at Data going, well, he's almost human, isn't he? (laughs) Jordy has to resist the order to shove her right out of the shuttlecraft. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I guess maybe a charitable reading of that is like her seeing his humanity and saying it in kind of a sarcastic way. Like, oh, wow, he's almost human. But still, it is super insensitive in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, she's a little angry. You know how many times she's watched Riker have sex in the past 12 hours? <laughs> waiting for some sort of internal revelation of what he feels about her. Yeah. Jordy gets on her shuttlecraft with Data 12 minutes later. He was the first friend I ever had and taught me what it was like to feel feelings. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it would be funny Damn if like, Jordy. Jordy's like Ro sense like kind of goes off because he needs to find her. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go find Ro. And Ro's like in... Uh, Rikers, where he's like furiously masturbating to like five different versions of Ro that he like cobbled together from the holodeck. He's like, ah, oh, no, ah, oh. <laughs> what? Like, why like are you here? <laughs> they're not even Ro. She's like, look, that one has dark hair. He's like, just let it go, let it go, Lara. <laughs> so I like I like how they're intercutting these scenes of Data doing the investigation, yeah, and Jordy using the phasing to literally look inside a machine to see what it does. Yeah, we don't get that too much. Like it didn't. Like we didn't see him do it. But like, I mean, it, it's it's fine. Yeah, like it definitely reads that way. That's what I thought too. It took me a second to realize. Oh, he must have looked inside to check it out. But it still was good. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's like, wait, you don't need to scan our technology. We're and also we're doing everything above board here. It's like, oh, well, if I don't scan the technology, you're gonna blow up. Ah, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for our security, we Romulans know that. You know, shenanigans yeah. excuse pretty well. I like that the the Romulan in the front here is a character that we kind of gloss over because right. we've had characters we gloss over before, and he's totally sixth sensing here, where he doesn't interact with anyone else, yeah, uh, except for Haley Jaws, jo- yeah. and then we realize he's a ghost too. Yeah, so, I mean, it worse. Like I kind of would have expected his kind of response in this scene to be more Rose response, uh, but you know, it's fine. And yeah, I like how we're doing like a lot of foreshadowing here, which is good. We also learned that apparently in the future there's a device that phases matter just for like whatever. Yeah, you know, just, like, to, oh, wait, to, you... just converts whatever a matter to another matter. And then if you do that with energy, it's cloak. If you do that with cloaking, then it's phasing. Yay. Yeah, which is a fascinating, interesting. It's like, wait, wait, wait. What do you guys use phase inverters for? Are you, <laughs> are you really like making things intangible, like low key all over the ship for like reasons and stuff? <laughs> Yeah, why, like, would, no. <laughs> why wouldn't you have said that before? Like, have we not seen this? Is, is this technology in your toothbrushes? Like, what the <laughs> it seems like it could be useful for stuff. I can't think of anything it would be useful for. So, props but, I mean, to the Romulans yeah. for saying straight up, like, "Hey, uh, we totally are grateful for their help. Yeah, um, we're going to work with them. Yeah, we're going to plant. Uh, we're going to plant some." I don't know, energy or code into their engines to blow them up once we're out of sight. Like they're committed to being bad dudes, right? Yeah. Like I thought those were wigs. Apparently they're Merkins because these dudes are dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, you know, like, Oh, we saved your life. And, um, I really appreciate all of that, but we are totally still going to kill you. Yeah. That's great. So, oh, and nerds are like, oh, the chair moved, therefore, I'm like, come on, man, face matters completely inconsistent. In this yeah, uh, but yeah, like if you're if you bought in up until that point, like, no, there's there's so much, <laughs> there's so many things you got to talk about. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, we have to, I guess, I accept it 
as like when i guess you're building up like some doing any sort of world building in an episode about like some new mechanic you've introduced you know you put it through levels and i and i get that and and you know even if it doesn't make sense you have to like okay i have to accept this to keep going okay fine until they show you something like supremely wacky that doesn't track <laughs> and oh man we're going to get one of those wacky things not too long from now yeah, it is a good shot of the Romulan coming on board the Enterprise, and we're like, ah, he's in here. That's, our, yeah. that's kind of our, our base level conflict that's going to drive the Romulans are also trying to blow up the Enterprise yeah. with muon energy by putting it into their warp core secretly by back-channeling it through the energy beam that the Enterprise is sending to the Romulans. Yeah. God. What is... if instead of energy having one dimension, it has two dimensions, and we have a the way we can put things into energy that is very specific i don't know it doesn't even make any sense to me yeah it's it's so much soft science techno babble between <laughs> yeah. everything happening in here that it's just like man like if if there was a good human story behind this but there isn't even that like we just get bro kind of being like blah, 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 and jordy having like one or two things and i'm all like, for like having phasing or or like anything that we don't currently have I just want you to give me like, I want you to give me where we're at scientifically up until now and then just hand wave the rest somewhere. But if like you don't even give me that effort and like I can see the the in-betweens with what I happen to know and I'm not even a scientist, then I, I feel like you should have went back to the drawing board as far as how you're going to, how you're going to sell this idea. Yeah. So, uh. And so they've learned that Data and the rest of the ship can read something about them because yeah. they, they detect particles, all the, the places that Rowan Jordy yeah. have been. Not the places between them, I want to remind you. Yeah. The, the, the places, the rooms that they've been in, nothing in between right. them. Yeah. And, and so um, he says like, hey, use the array because the array may give you some more precision measurements. Um, and I guess, I don't know if this is the array like what's he doing? Like he's got this weird kind of spray can looking thing. This it's is kind of little. We'll use it a lot later. I love like uh, Brent Spiner's kind of like. Um, oh, gotta do this again. Oh, gotta do this again. Oh, gotta do this yeah. again. Like it just in my in my imagination they did this like fifty, sixty times before we see it again. Yeah, and like we learned that when they phase through things, then data can. Uh, detect particles so right. Jordy's phasing through stuff and trying to get data's attention and yeah and so this guy's like uh he's like yeah uh where's the other one he's like what are you talking there's so many people here and then he's like oh this disruptor works does it did you shoot yourself <laughs> like how do you know <laughs> like um i mean i tried using my communicator it doesn't work so you sure it works um i mean we don't yeah. really have any way of knowing other than this enemy's word but whatever <laughs> Yeah, you know, that is. I mean, Jordy's visor works. The rules are completely inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, I could give you a pass on the communicator that it's maybe just a uh, transmission device, and what really communicates things is like a server somewhere on chip. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we don't really know if it works or not, and like, we don't even know how it would work unless he shot himself. I would think. I like this bit, like yeah. the, this graphic of him like pushing through a little bit harder. Um, was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I I looked up, I tried to find how that effect was done. 
And I just, like, I tried, like, 90s ghost effects, and I tried, like, hologram effects, and I tried, like, Quantum yeah. Leap special effects. I looked up Ghost Dad special effects. <laughs> ghost and Dad. And I could not. Yeah. You definitely went um, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and I just could not find anything on it because there's so much other, like, we have literal holograms now. We have yeah. uh, VR holograms, and we have people who are just trying to do, like, transparent things with uh blue aura effects yeah in in digital effects software so i could not find that the best i can see is that they just green screen folks obviously yeah and then just cut out pieces of them frame by frame i mean the way i would have thought this okay this is the wacky thing i was talking about firstly she's security minded and she didn't take the weapon away come on secondly um how does he know where she went (laughs) Like, yeah, but like if she just didn't run in a straight line, if she just took a left anywhere, anywhere on the ship, there's no yeah. way that dude should be able to find him. But then how does Jordy finding Roe? They all have the sixth sense, I guess. Well, Jordy, I may have been looking for Roe on the bridge, which is how the Romulan found her. Yeah. And because these two are running through corridors, Data finds them. Yeah. And but Jordy's there's no way that the pursuer is finding Roe the minute, like, after that first shot, but even after the subsequent shots. But I guess she runs straight, so he runs straight. Also, this guy's push-up yeah. form is bad. Yeah. All the way enough. up, all the way um, down, man. Come on. Let's do it. Pump those out, just, man. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, she is, she's definitely channeling the Prometheus type of survival instinct. Whereas, right. you just turn right. You're actually gonna, like, you know this ship way better than he does. Right, yeah. This place is a freaking cruise ship slash maze ship. Just and that, and that was kind of the point in time when I was like starting to think, wait a minute, how are they even running? Because like when you run, he, she fell. Why didn't she fall through the do- floor? Like, yeah. Um, and that's because that's all we're based about on... we're about to resolve this whole like lethal conflict. Um, yeah. In in the like, <laughs> in a way that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I've, I would have. It's well. I would have also expected Roe to be a better fighter than this, but whatever. Yeah. Also, I was like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> but yeah. then I was, but then you start thinking, well, wait a minute, how is he dead? What was he breathing before? Like, okay, I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> what was keeping him warm before? Yeah. Like, what particles were interacting with him to prevent him from radiating heat until he died? Right. But then, what would his heat have radiated into? Yeah. It would have been black body emissions, so maybe it wouldn't have been that bad at all. But uh. <laughs> It's pretty freaking cold. I mean, yeah. all space jokes aside. Yeah, all uh, space jokes. Yeah, but they just like just casually, they just casually like uh, executed that dude. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> hey. and Jordy's like that the nicest nice. guy. And he's like, bro, I'm going to help you. He just like pushes the dude and yeah. he just falls through the wall. And it's like, wait, no, I thought he was going to. Oh, man, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like. That. I think it's pretty natural given everything we've got. Well, he doesn't. Like, oh, those are the rules. I mean, yeah, he doesn't even like. Uh, it doesn't phase him though. You know, pun intended. Hey, hey, hey! There was a reaction oh. shot. They looked at each other. They were slightly <laughs> uneasy. We cut to commercial, <laughs> and that's all we'll ever get. It's emotional resonance, man. Yeah, it's the language of television. Hey, props to killing that dude. Hey, Jordy, remember that time that you killed that dude? That one time. That's good. It was a good time. I body checked him. Inertia killed him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty oh, good uh we, we get yeah. a little tense moment right there that we saved with uh ensign uh what the hell <laughs> i do want to call her hillary clinton maybe it's not fair but i feel like <laughs> yeah that, yeah, that Chief hillary yeah, no, clinton that bob there. is oh yeah i think because 
Picard's like, oh, well, yeah, ship is fixed. Let's go to warp. And then Ro and Jordan are like, no, don't go to warp at the same time. And it's great. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's good. So. And um, so I like that at the very least now that she's on board. Like, Jordy has given her, like, she's not still pushing the whole, like, now nah, we're dead, Jordy. You just need to, you just need to suck it up, man. Like, um, and, and, but she's gotten a whole bunch of evidence. I'm like, all right, fine. Um, but it's just, gee whiz. Uh, she should have been, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm done with that. So yeah, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I forgot our funerals. We can go to our funerals and everyone will be there. Yeah, which is efficient. It's a functional episode, but it's not like inspirational or good or, you yeah. know. It's like, I mean, we I, get I, this I, little moment, like where they're talking about each other and he's talking about Joy of the Forge. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need this to be the whole episode, but like I need this to... Sorry. it's another episode where Rob was like someone validate me and Jordy goes into a random room and this person's like oh Jordy LaForge <laughs> well and it's so funny too because this is like a dysfunctional like if somebody did this you'd probably want to talk to them because like yeah. oh yeah no I, I, I just made some offhanded comment about efficiency and this dude like stayed up all night like cleaning the ship and you're like hey man are you okay like you didn't you, you didn't have any action items you didn't have to do things like it's yeah. it's fine like are you stressed out like because he's like yeah oh uh, yeah i just think it's like it's something that she's doing consistently where she's she wants to know what Riker thinks about her. and jordy's like jordy's like i know but i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> like i know what's going on i mean obviously he wants to hate you but i mean i'm not gonna say anything jordy's like hey uh i guess all your validations phase too huh What's all anyway. this Mardi Gras like horn section we got at this funeral? What's going on here? It always it always feels like a really my impression of this was always that it was like a New Orleans thing. Um this is like part of not not like the ubiquitous culture of New Orleans, but a thing that happened in New Orleans, which makes no sense because Jordy's from the African Confederation. But apparently, according to you, that's not a thing in New Orleans. Uh I mean, like like dancing around at funerals like this? No. Yeah. I mean I I I don't know of any like I mean, I've been to a few funerals, but I've never really seen one. Like Mardi Gras is like a Catholic uh, ritual um, that kind of is also used, um, you know, is also kind of with the flavor of the area that came from the freed slaves. Like so Haitian um, and South African and, you know, all the kind of Caribbean kind of nations around there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I... uh, you know, she's still talking. Oh, it's so she's cringy. It's so cringy. Oh. Anyway. It I, hurts I us. This is somehow, Jordy walks in and he immediately gets it. And yeah. like it, this party tells us something about Jordy. I just don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy's such like I, a regular guy. Yeah. Um, I, well, he's like a regular nerd. He, he's basically a regular yeah. guy that doesn't get laid. Riker is a regular so, guy. <laughs> um, but I think this is funny how, like, we just had that moment in the background where, where Rose just, like, shooting random parts of the ship. Like, Woo! Yeah, it's great. It's a great thing. Like, okay. I, uh... And they try the thing... They, they try to make all the chronotons by phasing through things, and it doesn't work. Yeah. So then, uh... They realize they need to go deeper. Yeah. We need more I, I just, energy. Again, I, I wish that we'd learned something about Roe or Jordy that we didn't know before. Something substantive. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that we do kind of get is, like, they, they did survive this together. Like, like watch when, like, right after they, 
they do a lot of touching. So like that first time it was like, oh yeah. And then the second time they're like holding each other, like this is it, man. This is our, this is our last shot. And, um, so you could get a rough sense between that and like the meal they share at the end that there is a bond between them now. Um, so that's something that's, that's my silver great lining. Actuating the prop acting from yeah. <laughs> Michelle Forbes. Yeah. It's like, okay, just, it is solid plastic, but you're going to push like eight buttons yeah. and they dive behind a, a counter or something. It's like, guys, you're phased. It's, you're, you're yeah, it's ah, going to, it's going to kill you still. You're too close. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to stop nothing that to... explosion. Like that's the point of it. Yeah. That's yeah. And like, that was just kind of like a, a ploop. Like it wasn't even like, I thought last time we did yeah. like the overloading the phaser thing, it was more like a big grenade, but this was just like a firework. Well, yeah, like we show it exploding and then we have like a white flash over Picard and Data talking. And it would have been cool to have the full explosion happening in a room full of people who didn't even notice. So that would have yeah. been a, a meaty freaking visual. See, look, they're holding but, um, each other. They don't really have to, but they're just kind of like... They're in pain. Yeah. But you're right. They don't. They, they they're are sharing pain, though. Like, they're, like they didn't have to hold each other. And so I think it is kind of like, hey, we're in this together kind of thing. Look, yeah. she's touching it's, it's, him right now. She's like, "Hey, wait, wait, wait! He's he touching might, her. Yeah. He might see us. He might see us." Like, it's it's see, emotionally, look, it's yeah. emotionally it's uh, intense. Yeah, and it's good. Like this, she's like, "Yes, yes, he's he's getting it. The robot, I yeah. mean, the human is getting it." <laughs> the data slowly, slowly putting together all the chronotons are the result yeah. of and props to data. He's coming from the whatever. opposite end, right? Like they, yeah, they basically discovered a thing and are like moving towards our current understanding he's coming from nothing and trying to piece it all together that's a lot harder yeah i um i i talk about how jordy should be more intuitive and stuff yeah. <laughs> I like, I yeah, that, it, that is kind of a, a good bit of acting right like they're happy um, pain like the happy pain segment's good uh so and how data should be logical and reasonable and like they can they can do different things and this episode yeah. does at least exemplify that yeah where yeah. Jordy's like come That's on true. data use your imagination yeah yeah um also we didn't talk about how like Riker just like I was gonna say a whole bunch of things but ooh trombone <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's what he does it's part of Riker gets some character reinforcement here yeah so it's like you, you come out very... of this knowing more about Riker's established <laughs> yeah. character than right Riker's else. very trombone driven <laughs> he if you just need yeah. him to not pay attention to any kind of context of a situation just put a trombone in the room he'll touch it yeah. he'll do something also it's been two days and these guys look fine they look like they yeah. just stepped off the transporter pad for two days yeah two days no same. cleaning no pooping apparently um i mean no eating no drinking drinking water not drinking water for two days is would be rough a hundred percent yeah it'd be a hundred percent rough jordy doesn't even have a beard yeah i'm like if you gotta symbolize the passage of time to us guys you give a dude a beard yeah uh, i mean yeah that's like that's the easiest way to go about it and then they're like this is all like a whole bunch of Italian food, I guess. I don't like these little breadsticks, but they're very like 90s in my mind. Like it's very, this is very Olive Garden. Like this food setup is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had a nice little moment with Data and Jordy there. So yeah, yeah which is pretty good reinforcement of Jordy's character, you know, make culpa. Yeah. But. And then Jordy's like, she's just like, oh man, food's great, right? Man, I love being alive. Yeah. Love doing stuff. She's like, I'm mad. I never knew what Riker was going to say about me. <laughs> This but she's she, yeah, I know. She's talking about a Bajoran Belize, but still. 
I that's something about the Ro character, where she's like, I never took my beliefs seriously, and then yeah. for a minute I did, and then, you know, now what? Yeah, that's interesting. And so then we get this kind of offhanded quip from Jordy, which is essentially saying, yeah, but Ro's really arrogant, right? At least you learned some humility. And it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, when did, like when did we get to a point where Ro has said, "I'm right, everyone else is wrong, uh, and y'all have to suck it up, even when it's obvious that I'm wrong or whatever"? Just some quintessential arrogant thing. I don't, I don't remember one. She hadn't done anything like that. She's like, I didn't believe the breakings that I was up brought with, and that made me feel arrogant. And it's like, we're, this episode's not even about like rejecting your beliefs. And her beliefs, the thing that made her question her beliefs, was not a true thing about her beliefs. Yeah. It's like, wheel of morality, turn, turn, yeah. turn. Tell us the lesson you <laughs> learn. 100%. 100%. That's what I felt like at the end of this episode. And on top of that, it's like, like I read Roe as strong-willed, not arrogant. Yeah. Like, in, and I feel like I, that's fine. Like, you can make mistakes as a strong-willed person, totally. But, like, to say that, like, oh, yeah, man, you're just such a pain to deal with. <laughs> Arrog- like, okay. arrogance can be, like, a part of a character, and it can be their flaw. I think it could even be a flaw for Ro. But. Yeah. You got to show that in the episode where she learns the lesson about arrogance. Yeah. Like, like I would be, I would be 100%, like, if she, because I even called this out before, where, um, when, like, the last time Ro and Riker were arguing, they were arguing about, like, some bit of protocol, and, you know, I made the suggestion like, well, they don't have – they're arguing about some dumb thing that doesn't make sense and it's an authority figure thing. They could have been arguing about like some bit of strategy in a game they were playing. It's like you don't – you're not a team player. You don't do this kind of stuff. I was like, no, but I took a shot. You know, there's a shot yeah. there and I took it. And if you wanted to sell me Roe is arrogant about tactics, I'd 100% believe that. Like she, she always takes the shot. She's a ball hog. I'll, I'll believe that 100%. But at, she is a macro, capital A, arrogant person? No way. Yeah. Final thoughts? I kind of feel like we just opened up with my final thoughts, which was this very Demi Moore in Ghost episode. Um, and that comes with all of the same kind of movie mistakes that Ghost had. But when you're, I guess, going to do like the Ghost thing in a sciencey episode, you may want to put a little more spackle in your world building. Beyond that, uh, I, I like the notion. I, I wish we could would see more of um, plots that kind of come from a, a humanitarian aid sort of place where it's like, oh man, yeah. disaster happened. And it isn't just like a moving someone off a ship it's like oh man we gotta fix this thing or oh man we gotta like help people that are not dead but that are in a bad spot um i, I don't know how true that's going to be in the future uh, overall i mean if you overlook if you put your kind of inner nerd you know to bed early and watch this episode it can have some enjoyable moments it's just uh it, it kind of frustrated me a lot i think that for all of the scientific things that we were asked to put aside in service to this plot the plot's not good enough to, to reward us when we make that leap. Agreed. So uh, next week, we are going to watch Time's Arrow Part 1, the season finale for Season 5. Yep. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, we get a, I guess I would say the engineering setup we get from Netflix is, I mean, the card that we get from Netflix is like the engineering setup. Uh, but it, I don't know if it looks like the same engineering setup. It's a bit darker. It's more like kind of darker and copper tones. Uh, we have Riker, Data, and Picard, and Data's head. That uh, So we have two Data heads in this episode. We have four heads in this shot, but three bodies. And 
Uh, this is the explanation we get from Netflix. The Enterprise is called upon by scientists to return to Earth. <laughs> Sorry. Um, return to Earth when there is evidence that aliens had visited the planet in the late 1800s. Okay, so we're just straight up like, yeah, we can time travel. No big deal. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> you know, we we could skip this on second thought. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing that that I uh, remember when I was a kid, I saw this kind of offhanded uh, episode of Star Trek. My mom and dad watched it. I didn't really watch it. Um, I play. I was in my room playing video games, but I remember seeing this episode that stuck into my mind, where um, Data got a new head, and I I think this might be this episode. And like I, but I always thought it was like, oh yeah, that's when Data becomes human. Like he's a He's a robot and he becomes a human head. And so they just swap heads and he, he's a more human person. And um, I I think that, that this is the episode. I've, I'd always ask people this, people who watch Star Trek. Oh, yeah, that episode. And they're like, no, there was never an episode like that. I'm like, huh? No, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it, you guys. There is dry land. And um, I, I think this might be the episode that I got confused with. So uh, I'm kind of a little excited to see this. All right. Well, we will see next week, and until then, remember Remember Rand. Rand. I'll make this short because no one likes credits. Star Trek is property of CBS Television Studios and Paramount Pictures. We are watching Star Trek on Netflix, we are talking over Discord, and we are recording and editing on Audacity. The Beige and the Bold is hosted on Anchor and can be found on most podcasting platforms. I would also like to thank our senior officer Patreons for supporting The Beige and the Bold. They also make video editions of this podcast and remasters of old episodes possible. So thank you to Tracker by Moonlight and Miss Jess. If you have any questions or concerns about the show, please contact me at venvelding at gmail.com or on Twitter at venvelding. Thank you and remember Rand.